0: Welcome to Space Battles, a transformative real play podcast that reimagines the latest trilogy of a popular space combat franchise. If you're joining us for the first time, stop here and start with the first part of A Shattered Galaxy. Otherwise, previously you will have heard.
1: Shall we recap? Tell me about what happened last time.
0: EC20 gained the Force? Question,
1: Question mark? mark. He gained a, a pearl of some kind. Pearl of Wisdom, both literal and metaphorical.
2: Mm-hmm. Eshka found some Sith Lord memorabilia. Yeah. And then Luke found Eshka.
1: Yeah. Uh, Eshka went to the Dark Lord Baseball Hall of Fame.
2: <laughs> yeah. I
1: just located. also, it.
3: in a different sense, just like this person's father's memorial.
1: Well, sure. Um, a, uh, an incomplete memorial, as it were. Uh, There's no helmet. Um. What else? Yama had yet another existential crisis.
0: Hmm. Mia bonded with Anakin.
1: That's right. Yeah.
0: Yama yeah. also helped motivate the boys to, or the, the group, Ronis and G, to um, uh, do some research on. Was it like Tenebris's texts?
3: Yeah. In particular, we ended up with Tenebris's like crazy X tracking. Of Sidious, or not Sidious, uh, Plagueis. Yes. Um, and found that Plagueis was going to like four particular places over and over again.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, so Anoth, the crystals, Naboo, which we're presuming is where he found Darth Sidious, uh, Agamar, which is where uh, we think he currently is uh, because of the challenge, and then Trewith, um, which is where. A fun little crew known as the Order of the Skull uh, currently kind of hangs out now and then.
1: Yes. Also referred to sometimes as the Cult of the Skull.
3: Mm, that's and not the best
4: branding. No. They should hire someone who has a degree in marketing.
1: <laughs> a PhD in marketing, in fact. Yes. Okay. Uh, so you, uh, you are still for the moment on uh, Cinect Ray how are you going to break the news of your departure to Luke and or people who may want you to stay there longer? Um is there anything that you'd like to take care of before departing?
0: Uh Kiyama's going to do something. Sure. So is this the th- morning of the third day?
5: Yes. Or is this yeah. mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So I think um don't think she probably slept well that night.
1: Almost certainly not.
0: Almost certainly not. Um not sure what the Jedi, uh, where she and <laughs> Ronas before were on that, but she's like, I'm not sleeping alone. So, definitely not a good night. Um, the, but she's gonna get up before everybody else and go find Luke.
1: Um, it's easy to find Luke now that you have learned to sense better. Um, and, I mean, he, he stands out like a beacon. Uh, he's he's is trained uh, strong people and good people, but it's still Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Um, he is not in his chambers and he's not uh, in like the, I guess like the public chapel. Um, you kind of instinctively remember that this is, he has like semi-private uh, meditation chambers away from, uh, the the larger part of the campus um, that they are they are underneath most of the temple and open out to look at the waterfall from underneath like a grotto mm-hmm. um, it's it's not like a private place per se it's more like um, it's where he it's where he goes for office hours. Basically, you can show gotcha. up on un- it's what you it's his it's his place, but you can show up unannounced without being rude.
0: Gotcha. Well, she's gonna show up unannounced, anyways.
1: Yeah, I mean, he is sitting there, he's facing the waterfall, he's clearly meditating. Um, and uh, he can't do like the dramatic thing where he addresses you without looking back to you because the waters, the rush of the water is kind of loud. Um, But without you making your presence known, he does look over his shoulder and says, Kiyama.
0: Is that a greeting or am I in trouble? What do you think? She just kind of gives him a look that's just... Stop it with the cryptic bullshit.
1: (laughs) He smiles and he scooches over a couple of inches. He slaps the rock next to him.
0: Okay, I go sit down next to him.
1: (laughs) You were reminded kind of vividly that... um, the night that you presume you left, one of your last memories before the crash, um, when you overheard when you overheard that conversation that so disturbed you between Luke and uh Ben Kenobi's forced ghost, um, this was where you had overheard the conversation.
0: Mmm, fun. Okay. Um So I'll sit down and I'm not going to start meditating. I'm kind of just going to wait until I can get his attention. If he doesn't stop meditating.
1: Um, how long are you going to wait?
0: I'll give it five minutes before I pick up a rock and start tossing it in my hand. Like, Are we going to talk right now? Or, or can we talk right now?
1: He makes you wait for about four and a half of the five minutes before he opens his eyes. He says, you've gotten more patient
0: what was my record before I mean I guess two minutes yeah, sounds about right
1: you're, tr- you're troubled
0: yeah wouldn't you
1: of course a life of deep inner peace isn't something granted to people who interact a whole bunch with the outside world
0: no it's also hard to find any sort of inner peace when you don't know exactly what's tormenting you
1: I would imagine what are your options as you see them
0: Ours or mine? Either. I think we're going to head to tray with That's what we were leaning to before. The visions. Um, Which I'm okay with. Me? Before I found you on... After we went through the portal, and after I lost my hand and fought Velamin, I made a
1: choice. Yes?
0: To do what I needed to do to make sure that whatever was coming would be stopped. Yes. And I wasn't scared then, but I am now. I was doing something that I don't remember.
1: Are you doing it now?
0: Were the sensa- or GM question, was the sensations that I had in the vision, all that I was told was that it felt like my arms were moving. Was it like my arms are just moving as like I'm walking, or is it like I would know what these movements were.
1: Um, Part of what probably kept you up at night is it felt like you were swinging your saber. felt aggressive.
0: Yeah. And I'll just sort of turn to Luke and just be like, I don't have my lightsaber out right now.
1: You know what the first thing that Ben Kenobi did to convince me to become a Jedi? He gave me a lightsaber. gave me my father's lightsaber. But on the other hand, the first thing that... Yoda said to me, first piece of advice he ever gave me was that wars don't make a person great. I think a part of your fear is that you're afraid that this conflict is defining you rather than being something that you have to do to perpetuate what you find right.
0: She sighs and takes a deep breath. And and why... Does it with my memory and what is coming back feel like it was you who made me be a weapon right now?
1: That's the mistake of a younger man, I think. I think if I were to start your training right now, if you showed up mysteriously on the steps of my temple right now, I'd never put a lightsaber in your hand. But I trained you the way I was trained, for better or for worse. Ready for battle. Ready to solve all the problems of the galaxy at the tip of a lightsaber and that's my mistake and uh for what it's worth i'm sorry
0: and i don't necessarily hate it so i mean in some senses it suits me but i am scared of that and i'm also scared that as a weapon i was used by someone else
1: i think that's reasonable i think that the person who used you is the same person i've been looking for all of this time, the sort of dark suspicion that's been growing in my mind for years that the Sith weren't gone. I think that's the first real confirmation we got.
0: So what my plan is, what's next for me, I don't know. I'm just gonna, I guess, keep following this path until another one comes. I did have a few questions before I left, though, besides these. Just something that might be able to help. Two things, really. Sure. Sure. I... Now, a DM question, too. I know we talked about this in the backstory, or I messaged you about it. Mm-hmm. Um, was it part of one of Kiyama's earlier missions when she ran into Velamin Like, is it... Would the Jedi have more information than what she would remember currently?
1: Um, yeah, probably.
0: Okay. Um, I want all the information we have on Velamin and... Can I get a copy of a holocron for Sorosso? Not for myself. Um, G, I think, desperately needs it.
1: G desperately needs other things first. Their heart is rent almost asunder.
0: It's very fair. But almost in the sense of like a carrot that I can kind of dangle and trying to. I don't know. I traveled with him for a bit. It was fun teaching him some things. And um. I can't teach him what I'm <laughs> doing, He he's terrible at it.
1: Uh, When you say uh, that you liked teaching him, he looks at you with a kind of uh, uncharacteristic fondness, and he says uh, very well. If you think it will help pull them back from the brink, then yes.
0: It's defensive. It's centering.
1: It is. I think you've chosen well with Soraiso. As to the other question, you can have your friend Eshka guide you down to the vaults where I have collected records on Dark lords, past and present—you'll find what you want or need there. But before you go, I have a question of my own. Really? Yes. Really, search your feelings. Are you are you ready to face Velen again?
0: And she kind of does that thing where she tries to not smile, um, and sort of leans back. I don't think I'm ready to face him. But this is not, or and she kind of stares at her hand. The one end is. This was not the first time our paths have crossed, nor was it the second, and my intentions at this point are not fully bent on his murder, if that makes you feel any better.
1: It does. The next time you face him will be the last, one way or another.
0: Okay. Um. I guess we're going to gather some things and then we'll be off probably before. I know me and Ronus would want to see you. I'll be there. Did we hug?
1: Yes, uh, he he stands up.
0: Okay, and she's just gonna kind of do a little like awkward half hug at first, and then actually go in for a full one.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, he he doesn't even bother with the uh the awkward half hug. Um, he just embraces you. Uh, it's nice. Um, it's also humanizing. Uh, Kiyama is taller than Luke is. Um, but you know he. He does have that aura of power that Eshka noticed, where he it constantly seems roughly ten feet tall. Um, so to actually hug him and realize, oh, I got a, I got an inch or two on my master is a is a strange sensation.
0: Yeah, I hope uh, I come back.
1: I do too, of course. And may the force be with you.
0: May the force be with you.
1: All right, that was a nice little intro. I'm gonna roll force points. <laughs> You guys are going to get a lot of them.
0: Yay!
1: Get a the lot dice of listen to my
0: conversation.
1: <laughs> That's for, like, great role-playing. It's really good. <laughs> great stuff. Uh, so, <clears throat> are you going to go talk to Eshka about uh, getting Velamin information?
0: Yes, I will. I'll go find Eshka, see if she's
1: awake. All right. Uh, Eshka, you were rudely awoken by Kiyama very early in the morning. The sun, the sun is not even all the way uh at the, the it's not even noon yet <laughs>
0: yeah I'm just sort of does the thing from like you know the original animated Lion King when Nala comes up to Simone and Pumba just sort of like taps it's like a little gentle like hey hey wait, wake up
2: <laughs> Eska just rolls over like
0: why Luke said you found the uh, the dark side vault I'm impressed <laughs> can you show me where that is can i get calf first is it that far away it's not
2: here so yes okay yeah let's yes sure (laughs) so eska and Kiama go get a cup of calf and then eska will and honestly it i feel like eska's the kind of person who when she's actually up and starts moving around she's totally fine uh yeah, and I, she'll uh, she'll lead her on down to the hall of Sith fame.
1: Okay. Um, when you enter the main chamber of the of the vaults uh, beneath the temple, Akima, uh, there is uh, sitting on like a shelf. Uh, there is a holocron um, that has been uh, set aside. Uh, very visibly and standing out from the group, uh, you recognize it pretty immediately as a lightsaber training holocron.
0: That was fast, and I'll pick that one up.
1: Alrighty. Um, so, while you are in possession of the holocron um, and a teacher, G uh, you are going to be able to purchase uh, talents, uh, or, excuse me, you are going to be able to purchase talents from the second... Uh, how to describe uh your your serisu talents are going to be cheaper g um i'll explicate i'll explicate exactly by how much later on in chat because it's kind of convoluted what i worked out but
3: i'm pretty sure that the best possible thing is to detail the math on pod
1: yeah that i mean that'll make for great pod um especially when i when i get into the exponential functions and so on are there
3: exponential functions actually
1: uh i'll have to keep you mired in suspense I know how right. thrilling I know how thrilling that would be for okay. you oh <laughs> yeah but it will be uh basically an experience point discount excellent um I think it would be great uh and you know you guys can use your discretion um if other group members saw um Eshka like just sort of confidently heading down into the like the top secret jedi vaults um because I would love it if uh, everyone's character got to see the, the Sith Lord Baseball Hall of Fame.
0: Emma just, when she passes Ronis, she sort of just does the like shrug of like, I don't know how she knows about this place.
1: Uh, his facial journey uh, varies from bewilderment to excitement um, to sort of like a miserable fear. Uh, and he gets up and follows. Uh, Mia and VC20 and uh, G, are you guys going to come along with um, yeah, or definitely
3: you... definitely follow assuming it's there's not an explicit like no
1: mm-hmm. um or do you guys have other things that you want to achieve on the morning
5: i think vc20 will follow along
1: uh, it's got to be exciting to see what some of your constituents are up to
5: that and i don't think he's particularly interested in like the baseball hall of fame but he does need to know what we're up against mm-hmm. and uh, mia what are you up to
4: Floating around. I don't think she'll follow along.
1: Okay. You could also um prepare the ship for takeoff. You do have like you were the only person who has professional obligations at this point in time. So I did oh, want then to. I ask should you,
4: probably be a responsible adult
1: and do that. That's completely up to you. I mean, is Mia me a responsible adult? Jury is out.
4: She is a responsible adult about flying and flying alone.
1: Oh, that's a good point. Yes. No, that's yeah, absolutely true.
4: Like, like she's still like You know, the millennial who finally got their first, like, 9 to 5 kind of professional, which means she fucks around a lot, but she also shows up at exactly 9, if not 8.30, to show that she's doing a good job. Please don't fire her. So, um, yeah, I think she's going to go to the ship.
1: Okay. Uh, So, you are prepping the parry for takeoff. Uh, Luckily, there's not a whole bunch of stuff to load or anything. Um, Can you please give me a mechanics test just to do a quick shakedown?
4: I don't know what it says about my day where i was like my immediate response was i don't know can i because <laughs> i'm six apparently yeah uh Jesus. yeah i know that's how my day is it's...
1: what are you a fourth grade english teacher
4: yep that's me mechanics about which i still have very few ranks okay but mm. i succeeded all the same so yeah. doing uh, great
1: straightforward check um ships in good condition um i mean obviously it's a very high end vehicle that the senator possesses uh despite all mm. of your uh ungainly alterations that you've made uh and with um that advantage that you have generated uh it is a it is a stress relieving activity if you still have strain missing uh which i guess you shouldn't since you just got a full night of sleep uh you can't um you would be able to restore some but you you're you're feeling good you're in this you're uh you're in the zone Astrozone. Uh, down in the Baseball Hall of Fame, the rest of the group, uh, you can see that there is a long line of uh, basically varying figures dressed in black uh, with holographic placards in front of them detailing uh, names, activities, uh, dates, things like that. Uh, this, this stretches well into uh, the Old Republic. Um, there are plenty of gaps, um, plinths, uh, that are, that are empty or speculative. Um, but there is, you know, like a recurring theme of Darth such and such master to blah, 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 Darth blah, 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 master to such and such. And a relatively, uh, unbroken linear chain. Uh, there are a few places where, uh, mention is made of other apprentices that are not detailed. This seems to be uh, like a primary lineage again, obeying that uh, that rule of two that was alluded to before of always a master and always an apprentice, and nobody else theoretically. Uh, down at the end, there is a good holographic facsimile of Feliman. Um He is standing in an aggressive posture. His lightsaber is not lit, but it looks as though he's about to draw it. Um, these scars on his face are wrong, uh, in pattern and so on. But other than that, he looks basically as you know, him, uh, the detail that you are able to get on him is very sparse. Um, essentially he has no known origin. Um, he, his master is uncertain. Um, there are, it, it, it is mentioned on the placard that was previously assumed to be Sidious, um, but this has been since since been uh, dismissed as improbable given the time frame. And it has a detailing roughly of his known force powers. Um, this is very like he has a very impressive move. Um, he's a very talented practitioner of uh, form six lightsaber. Um, he has demonstrated, uh, the ability to simply absorb incoming energy weapons. Uh, he has, uh, the power to use, uh, force lightning, so on and so forth. Um, it's implied, uh, perhaps that he is able to, uh, manipulate emotions, which is given an asterisk as it's generally, uh, res- a, a Jedi trick, but there has been uh, more than one report of it. Is there anything? Is there anything in particular you guys are looking to learn, or does that about cover it?
0: That and Kiyama is also trying to see if anything from that first encounter for her personally was down here. Anything that she might have forgotten, or
1: uh, no, there is a right. detailing of encounters. Um, there are four listed. Uh, your most recent uh, encounter. On Felucia is not one of the four. Um, apparently, you had run into him before um, on Ord Mantell, um, and there have been other sightings, mostly around the True Empire perimeter, is where uh, people have encountered him. Okay, uh, it does. It does note that there is a fifty percent casualty rate.
0: I have beaten the curve. All right, um, Kiam is gonna just. Write down all of that stuff about his abilities and, uh, and stuff. Just any of that data. hmm And that's it. That's all she wanted. Some of it she has already gleaned and was highly suspicious of or had seen firsthand. So. Right. Nothing necessarily new.
1: Except maybe the emotion one. But who's to say, right?
0: Yeah. asterisk question mark. She's going to mingle on that one for a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, other people who are not uh, being real big nerds, uh, is there anything else that you're looking at while you're in the baseball Uh, Hall of Fame? uh, One
0: thing, when Kiyama walked in, she would have told everybody more specifically G and Eshka do not take anything. Oh, (laughs) what? She would have been like I am watching you, like do do not. You can look, you can copy down, but you cannot take.
1: Oh, Ronas looks at you, v c twenty says that goes for you too, Senator.
0: <laughs> so and I would be keeping sense up <laughs> during this to make sure no one takes anything. so
3: do uh, I have two questions, uh, which are just I don't know what G knows. Mm-hmm. Does G know that Vader was Luke's father?
1: Uh, can you please? It would be more likely that you would know because you spent time around the temple where that kind of thing is known, uh, but it's not certain. Can you please give me a lore roll? Okay, yeah, four successes uh, for sure. Yeah.
3: Um, and then second thing is, do they know where Vader's helmet is? And I guess I'll just ask Ronas, uh, do, do you know where
1: Vader's helmet is? He shakes his head uh, and he said, After Master Luke made the decision to add his father's remaining effects to the display, uh, the, the helmet was already gone. Do you want the helmet? Do I? Kiyama yeah, just what? sort of like
0: does it, just turns around and stares.
1: Do you know where the helmet is?
0: Yeah, yeah. or
6: at least part of it. I think it's most of it,
1: though. He looks flabbergasted. He says, Where?
6: What? Why? Because uh, I read. Uh, <laughs> the um, we're going to see the cult of the skull. Their whole deal is skull masks. One of them ha- has. We I mean, get an entire group of people that basically worship Darth Vader, and it's my understanding that one of them has the mask.
1: Uh, Ronis' mouth just sort of opens and closes a little bit, and says, "I, I, I'd heard of the group before. I had no idea that they worshipped Vader.
6: They well It's weird. They. So one, they're not a huge. They're not big. So any lore you can pick up is a little hazy here or there. As I understand it, they." use a lot of masks that are they're a big fan of crafters and the force they make a lot of force sensitive items those items are all in general masks by default um so they have this i don't know there's sort of the borderline between like worship and then you get kind of hero worship and then it's unclear if maybe they just like oh masks are cool and this person really knocked masks out of the park uh, so let's try and copy what they did but it, unless I'm mistaken they definitely have the mask
1: um he is he is stunned by this information uh, and um after a few moments he says well I all the more reason to go I suppose um I feel the hand of the force more than a little bit in that
3: alright and then I'll ask uh Given that, are there any... Do you know if there's
6: anything that the temple would be willing to trade for the mask?
0: I think you'll have to ask Luke that question. All
3: right. And then in that case, I'll seek out Luke and see if I can do a quick little how badly okay. do you want this mask? What can we what can we barter for it kind of a thing?
1: Gotcha. <clears throat> it is easy to find Luke. Um, he and many of the other Jedi have... Uh, gathered around the parry while you guys have been downstairs um speaking of which Mia uh your uncle is uh is like knocking on the door to the ship,
4: hey uncle Luke,
1: and if I come on board, kid,
4: no, come on board
1: um he is going to walk up the gangplank um and head down the uh the the causeway inside the parry and With his robes kind of swishing around, just sort of look over all the surfaces and finally looks over to you and says, nice ride.
4: She's been pretty good to me.
1: Better than what your dad and I used to bumble around in.
4: Yeah, well, everyone knows that piece of junk was a piece of junk.
1: Hey, but she was a fast piece of junk.
4: She was, but she was also falling apart at the seams.
1: That was kind of, that was always your dad's appeal, I think. I I don't know that he wanted her to be any better than she was. No. put together I should say.
4: No, that and he was too cheap to actually pay a real mechanic to fix her.
1: I uh, <laughs> he laughs at that. He says, "Yeah, I, um, he'd never let spend our two. Sp- he'd never let our two spend more than an hour with her." How you feeling?
4: Well, Mia pauses and rubs her hand across her forehead and says, "The universe is just so big sometimes, you know."
1: Well, sure, but that's not a feeling. You feel small?
4: I guess. She shrugs and looks down at her hands and says, I never really expected to be important and I don't feel important, but I kind of take comfort in that. I don't, I don't know. I think that I'd be more scared if I felt more important. And right now I'm still scared. There's a lot that's weird that I don't understand but I also feel more able to handle it because I don't understand it, because I don't get lost in it.
1: It's a good outlook. Yeah, it feels weird. Outlook.
4: Yeah, it feels a lot like dad. Um, Mom. Mia pauses. Mom was hoping at one point I'd be more like her than like dad. I mean, I think she still hopes it, but I don't know.
1: Your mom's big flaw is that she was always hoping people would be more like her. <laughs> she's a. She's a just clever good-hearted woman who just wants everybody else to be like that too
4: yeah i mean it's it's a good thing to want and i think i want what she wants in the sense that like i want there to be justice and i want there to be good and i want there to be peace and i just don't know that i can make that happen
1: you wish i could you want some advice from an old man that you probably won't appreciate for another 20 years
4: sure that's my favorite kind
1: the 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 really important stuff that you're gonna do isn't gonna be the stuff that other people think is important. Sounds trite as hell, but uh, it's. I mean, it's it sounds so banal that uh, barely means anything. But I
3: think that's true,
4: though. Like I'm a real good pilot, and yeah. sometimes that feels really mundane. But I also know that that's really important right now that I'm that's that's what I bring to the table that I'm good at that and I'm, yeah, I'm not just you, good at it I'm really good at it
1: if like, you weren't that good your friends would probably be in a whole lot of trouble right
4: exactly so it's I don't know it's sort of knowing your place and I'm trying not to wish I were something else anymore and it's kind of nice I spent so long wishing I could be here with you and Anakin and Ronus, and I can't be I don't the force doesn't flow through me the way that it does with you, but I bet I'm a better pilot than Ronis, even with all his force skills. So whatever. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, a blind wumper, a better pilot than your brother, Mia.
4: Yeah, I know. I know. It's a, but you know what I'm trying to say?
1: I know what you're trying to say. And I mean, for what it's worth, I, I think I'm a lot better teacher than I ever really was as a Jedi Knight. I, I made almost nothing but mistakes as a Jedi Knight. And they worked out anyway, because sometimes that's just how the force is, but he and he gets a little lost in thought for a moment before snapping back to it. And he says, Yeah, I I make a lot fewer mistakes as a teacher. i still make plenty, but it's more important that I do that. And you know, that's not how people remember me. That's not how history's gonna remember me. Yeah, I know what you mean. So like I said, an old man's advice that you won't appreciate for another twenty years. But I mean, I'm worry.
4: appreciating it now, so you're wrong.
1: Okay, well, see, I'm not that great of a teacher.
4: <laughs> Mia's gonna give him a hug. Uh,
1: uh, he he makes a point to mess up your hair when he hugs you.
4: Oh, yeah. that's so cute. Anyway, um, and it's one of you know those like hugs that is sort of long and tight because she hasn't hugged her uncle in however long, and she's missed sure, him years. and been worried about him and all that other stuff. Um, and when they pull apart, she's going to say, it's been really good to see you, Uncle Luke.
1: You too, kid. Um, <clears throat> at that point, I will say that, uh, the, that that's enough feelings for now. The party has returned. And so there is a sending off. Um, you are leaving the temple once more. There's plenty of may the force be with you's and thank you senators and all kinds of handshaking and so on. Uh, this is uh, sort of your last chance for a slow dance if you want to take care of anything before leaving Ray. Yeah,
3: I mean, Jie'll just dropped. Uh, we're thinking about trying to get back Darth Vader's mask very casually. Uh, <laughs> and we're wondering if you happen to have any artifacts that could be used to barter with a group of people that are real into
1: artifacts. I don't. No. I, I wondered if you would make the connection when you, when Kiyama said that you were going to Trey with, but, uh, no, I don't have anything to, to deal with them. So you think the rumors are true?
3: Hey, this is a Brian question. Have I seen this mask? Uh,
1: no. Okay. Um, but, but you have seen others, um, that look very similar to Vader's mask. So it seems like there is some sort of veneration of him as a figure. Um, which, and like the their possession of the mask or helmet just sort of makes sense given their uh, fetis- fetishization of material objects generally.
6: Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm uh, at 100%, but it seems likely.
1: Mm. Well, if you can acquire it, I'd be happy to deal with you, I think. But um, mm. to them, no, I have nothing to offer.
3: No, no And Gilles smile beneath their their mask. Luke wants to deal with me.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: May the Force be with you, G.
3: And also with you.
1: <laughs> Just had to give you that opportunity. All right, uh, on board the Perry, it is time to take a trip to the outer rim, um, specifically to Traywith, uh, from the very secret, su- uh, super serial, super secret base of the Jedi on Cynic Ray, near some thick space. Uh, so is- the fr- yeah.
0: Is Ronus coming with us or did he stay behind?
1: Uh he is going to come with you, yes. Okay. Uh the first thing I'm gonna have you do Mia is to make an astrogation roll. Um well, hang on. I hadn't set the difficulty yet. You may not go.
5: Okay. There you go.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um the blue is from the quality of the ship's nav computer. And it looks like in this case it has saved you. Um so it is slow going at first. Um but you guys have plenty of time on ship and you're no stranger to long journeys. Um, so rejoining uh, a minor trade route at first and then finding yourself on the Karelian trade spire, uh, taking that out down and south um, for probably about a week and a half uh, before cutting across to another minor trade route. Um, uh, I would imagine that this is a circumstance where Kiyama and uh G are spending a lot of their excuse me, where Kiyama and G are spending a lot of their time doing some training. Uh as always, you guys have some downtime. Is there anything in particular that you want to do with said downtime?
3: Um in addition to doing some uh, doing some training, uh at one point I'm gonna approach Ashka. Uh, with the Technoskull helmet, uh, okay, and ask if, and I don't know if you're you're able or interested, but do you th- think you'd be able to help me fix this?
2: Heck yeah. All right. I feel like she's just delighted to have something to fix.
1: Yeah, give give me something broken. Anything.
2: <laughs>
1: the Perry works too well.
2: I've already fixed everything.
1: So
3: at least some of G's time will be dedicated to doing whatever they can to help, uh, help Eshka.
1: Okay. Uh, fantastic. Then, so you're trying to repair the, uh, the Darth Tenebrous's techno skull, right? That is accurate. Okay. Then G, can you please give me a repair roll?
3: Is that mechanics?
1: Yes. Mechanics roll.
3: Um, I really want to succeed and we got a punch. I'm going to use a light side point, uh, to add a, another green. Yep.
1: Uh, Wow. Okay. Uh, so with five successes and one strain, uh, a very, very helpful result from G, uh, Eshka, can you also make me a mechanics test, please?
2: Oh, I sure can okay man we're so good at fixing
1: yeah, stuff yeah another oh uh, my God. another tremendous result uh so with five successes um on a difficult test too for uh four purples and a red yeah um so with five successes you guys it takes about a week uh you know you're using like a very small blowtorch and um you know like kind of an equivalent of a bench sander you know you're trying to get the the ragged edges smooth doing some soldering so on and so forth um but you know at the end of it not only do you have it fixed but you have it like repainted and re-varnished uh you have like a gleaming black techno skull sitting around now awesome it is uh yeah it is extremely cool um Senator Mia, is there anything in particular that you guys want to accomplish in transit? Yes, I am.
4: I am muted. Um, not really. I think Mia's just vibing.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's perfectly acceptable.
5: Um, I think the senator is going to try to continue researching the situation with Jundar. Okay.
1: Yeah. So um, let's let's take a look. What's the I think the best skill for that is probably going to be uh, core worlds. Uh, So can you do a core worlds role for me, please? Okay. Um, So somewhat stressfully, um, it is not immediately apparent uh, what Chundar has been up to. Um, You know, part of you hopes like, hey, maybe he's keeping to his word and everything is actually cool and I don't have to worry about anything. Uh, you know, but another part of you is, you know, very much of the mind that like it's quiet, a little too quiet. Um, I will say that you can, uh, take a strain and, uh, give me another core worlds, uh, sort of spurred on by your, uh, des- your desire to see what he's been doing.
5: I can take one strain to do some doom scrolling.
1: Yeah, ex- exactly.
5: Uh, sounds like a deal.
1: Oof! Uh, that is some intensely doomed scrolling
5: that's how doom Um, scrolling works it's never good
1: yeah yeah like oh i'm gonna learn more oh four failures um so what i'm gonna say is uh that is going to that is going to um depress you sort of for the rest of the trip like you wind up you know, after doom scrolling for eight straight hours, you kind of wind up in a place where you're like, well, this could be Chundar, and this could be Chundar, and this could be Chundar, and you're sort of putting pieces together that you don't think fit, but you're I suppose the the whatever the robotic equivalent of anxiety is, is spurring you on to fit them together. And you wind up like putting half of the violent incidents in the galaxy at Chundar's feet before you're before you finally have to pull away um so what I'm gonna say is uh until you are like off of the ship and can touch grass uh your strain threshold is going to be lowered by two you are not going to be able to fully recover your strain
5: that's what the internet does to you
1: yeah it uh that is absolutely my experience with the internet okay um and Kiyama, can you please give me um you're you're being an educator, so I'm going to say it's education.
0: Oh boy, sorry about this, G.
1: Okay, uh, G, can you also give me an education? You have
0: to. Oh boy.
1: All right. Uh, so training is not going well. Suresh isn't. I'm
3: hanging out with that skull.
1: Yeah, you have become obsessive about the techno skull. Uh, to the point where Kiyama, you are frequently frustrated that Xi is like late for lessons and uh, things like that. Um, you, you know, you'd think on a sh- on a ship, there's not that many places to hide. But the Perry's bigger than it seems. It turns out, especially when he, he and Ashkar are crammed into a utility closet for six hours at a time, building a techno skull. It's um, like a
0: different utility closet each time.
1: Yes, like exactly.
0: Like why why does the ship have so many utility closets, and why can't you stay in one place?
1: Um, so while there is a gleaming techno skull, there is not uh, a, the gleaming light of progress. At least, not so far as Z's lightsaber prowess is concerned. So we are going to land on Traywith with G, uh, unfortunately, pretty undereducated in uh, the Suresu style. Um, you are still going to get, you know, the ability to purchase the specialty. And you will be able to do so at a discount, as I mentioned before. Um, but it is not going to be quite as significant as previously mentioned. Um, you will have to actually get successful education roles in order for that to occur. Um, and so, just, yes.
0: just for my memory, because I don't remember the chain of events. I know VC-20 had the actual lightsaber from Tenebris. And did he mm-hmm. give it to Luke, or is he still holding on to
5: it? Uh, VC-20? Um I guess I never made that explicit. I, I assumed that I would have given it to Luke.
1: Okay. Yeah. So that's um, that's going to be in Luke's possession then.
0: Okay. So then, as we're progressing to more training capacity, we would—I'll would just say this for G's purposes—you would use the training lightsaber that you have with mine turned down to training, and then as you progress with actual forms, and if we get into combat, I'll give you that one of the red lightsabers to use. Thank you because you're actually going to be training, but it's like kind of like what I did with B13. It's like give it back.
1: <laughs> <Yep. You laughs> this have is a loaner. <laughs> the, you have this on you have this on a probationary basis.
0: Yeah. Or show to me that you're not gonna get yourself killed using it or kill me. And we'll go from there.
1: Alrighty. Um so we are gonna land on Treywith now. Um <clears throat> Mia hello
4: what up i'm trying Uh, to be responsible and mute my microphone so that my cat's meows don't come through and then i forget that i've been responsible
1: i appreciate that and i appreciate that it's close to feeding time for the monster it is
4: close to feeding time for the monster
1: can you give me a perception test please i
4: sure can (laughs) what wow uh, so the, wow. the, the, I think the, I perceive the like existence of like everything in the universe yeah. with
3: this. Is that is this how Mia gets the force?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> two tri- two triumphs and five successes. Mia realizes that she is a character in a tabletop role playing game.
0: And that um, none of this really matters.
1: Yeah, and that's why there's strain on there, because it's extremely stressful to realize. Uh, no, you... Um, so using the Perry sensors, that's the blue dye in there, uh, you're able to make an a, a excellent scan of the planet. Uh, Treywith is a... You, from your guess, uh, from from your observations, and you know following your intuition, Treywith seems like a pretty brutal place. Um, the gravity is on the higher side, the atmosphere is on the more... Uh, corrosive side, uh, plant life is relatively sparse. Um, except for in several places, there are sort of like vegetative oases, um, which mystify you at first, um, until you, uh, uh until you realize that the soil is extraordinarily poor. Um, but in some places it has been artificially enhanced. Uh, These oases are the result of that enhancement. Um, Natively, very little grows on Treywith. With the assistance of some agricultural technology, quite a bit is able to grow. Uh, They make great use of the heavily carbon dioxide atmosphere. And there are cities, sort of, um, they almost seem to exist in a like a medieval or feudal society with occasional augmentation from advanced technology. That's what your in-depth sensor sweep reveals. Um, There's probably not even necessarily uh, electricity or electric lights or running water, but there is some kind of advanced chemical spread that allows them to grow sustainable crop yields and the like. How exactly that is balanced, you are unsure. Um, But almost certainly you would surmise that uh, the cult is in one of these vegetative oases on the surface of the planet. And in a particular stroke of brilliance, you look for life forms and deduce that the one that is most likely that has um, the fewest number of humans concentrated in the greatest area, much like a cult would be. Um, is in a Southern region, not too far from the pole. So you have with uh, two triumphs uh, eliminated the need for the searching part of the searching for the cult of the skull and thereby saved us all probably an entire session. So thank you.
0: Sorry that we cut out all of your prep work for that.
1: That is a-okay. It is not the first time and it's why I prep well in advance. Alrighty. Alrighty. Uh, So descending into the atmosphere of Treywith, uh, headed towards, I presume, the uh, vegetative oasis that I talked about at length? Yes. Okay. Getting off of the ship um, at the edge of the oasis, it is eerie how stark the difference is. Um, It appears as though some kind of atmospheric control could potentially be enforced there is like a greenish brown hazy gloom that covers the wastelanded portions and in a perfect or nearly perfect circular edge near where you have parked the Perry, there is green and grass and trees and clearer skies showing the uh, pale blue almost white sky of tray diffuse and corrosive atmosphere you are near um like a not crumbling but dilapidated poorly maintained uh, stone building at the edge of the oasis now move you
0: are we supposed to be Uh, there it is cool to
1: the map Oh, mm,
4: this one's a pretty one.
0: I like the pretty ones.
1: Right. Um. So there, there's like an orangish brown moss that's growing on the ground in several places. The trees and vegetation have invaded the complex uh, to an extent. Uh, as you disembark from the Perry, uh, figures are visible in the ruins moving from wall to wall sort of furtively. And from in the, uh, in the depths of the complex, you can see uh, an individual striding forward. Um, I'm not going to worry too much about the, uh, the token that they get. It's just important that they have one. As I draw closer, you can see Pretty easily Uh, from the the shape, uh, it is uh, definitely like a feminine shape, a smaller physique, slightly more slender. They're wrapped in uh, robes and their face is covered with a mask where there is no mouth, um, very exaggerated eyes and a harsh geometric triangle uh, where the nose should be. Uh, Having been primed earlier, it's clearly a derivative of Vader's mask. Uh, It is in a matte gray metal that reflects very little light and does not even glimmer. Uh, It's a cold invasion of a much higher technology than the surrounding areas.
0: And I... Kiyama's going to use sense... On this person,
1: sure. You just know, right? You don't have to like make a roll or anything.
0: Um, because I have technically at the end of this session, no, I still have to. It just says may you may spend force points to sense all living things with a short range. I haven't bought the other one just yet, just because I want to have five away from dedication. (laughs) I know I'll get enough after this session to get (laughs) both sense and dedication. So, um, but I still have to spend force points, so I still have to roll. Got it. Okay. Versus, if I am just to sense, if I'm attacking and I'm using sense to upgrade difficulty pool, that's just committing a force die.
1: Okay. Uh, Then, then you can uh, please give me that force roll.
0: Okay. Let's see if this dice pool likes me today. Did not like me today. Can you roll two force dice for me, please?
1: Sure can. Oh. Two dark side pips. Would you like Um, to spend a dark side point?
0: Yeah. Take the strain.
1: Okay. Uh, So it's going to be strain and we flip a light side point to a dark side. Uh, You reach out uh, sort of aggressively, uh, invasively forcing yourself into the hearts and minds of these figures who have approached you. Um, There is curiosity. There is uh, sort of like a reflective defensiveness but uh, there's a lot of uh, fear and anger in the group,
0: like dark side user fear and anger, or just I'm afraid and angry.
1: Uh, you don't <laughs> know enough to you don't know enough to say. Okay. Those are the hallmarks of the dark side, though. Yeah. The figure before you uh, stands, and like the their unglinting mask sweeps over the five of you, but she says nothing. Well, a muffled, you hear.
0: Hello. Yama has this. Oh, go ahead.
3: I was just gonna say, uh, do you speak for? Did they call themselves a cult? Like, are they real? Really that upfront about like, hey, we're a cult.
1: Um, give me please. I want to try to
3: address them as they refer to themselves.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, please give me a lore roll. Yeah. Yeah, cult is fine.
3: Oh, all right. Um, so I'll say, uh,
6: do, do you speak for the cult of the skull? Yes. Are you
1: interested in um, a bit of exchange of information? And may we come in? No. And no. Why not? Get in your ship and leave. Why? This is our planet. This is not your planet. I've told you once. Uh, and she is going to turn her back on you very decisively.
0: Hey,
3: hey. Wow. Uh, do I see this whole group of other people that you have created behind her?
1: Yes, uh, more figures have been filtering into view. They are not as severely dressed. They don't have like the uh, the like the black robes and the the cape. Um, but also, they are not masked. They are veiled.
3: Mm, okay. Um, oh, I'll pull out Tannibris's techno skull and see if that causes anything on its own. Just like very idly twirling it around.
1: Uh, she has turned her back on
3: you. Yeah, but I'm hoping to uh, get a rabble from the the crowd behind.
1: Okay, uh, make me a. Mm, hold on, I gotta figure out the right skill for this. It's like an insinuation almost. Um... Yeah, I assume it's
3: something based on cunning, but I don't know what it actually mm. is.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking as well. Um, Speaking a non, like communicating without language, honestly, this strikes me as a skullduggery role. Okay. Uh, Two successes. Uh, There is a murmur and um, with surprising strength, she slams the wall next to her, still not turning around. Uh, Pieces of masonry uh, crash to the ground. And you can see that there is a like a hairline crack where her fist impacted and they fall silent again. Once they're completely silent, she whirls, uh, furious, and then sees the skull.
2: Etchka is currently hiding behind Kiyama, by the
1: way. Yeah, no, that, uh, that makes perfect sense. Why
6: do you want us to leave?
1: What's this trinket you've brought in front of me? You truly not recognize it? Uh, make me a vigilance roll, she. Oh, God. Uh, she's, fill your rail up. Yeah, she steps forward. There's definite menace. In her body language, but she's not doing anything active. Uh as she draws closer, can I have everyone who is not G uh make me an education role, please?
0: Hey, I got it.
1: Yeah. Uh everyone got it. Uh so this is this woman is very reminiscent of the Dark Jedi that you ran into on Anoth, the oh. tone, the mannerisms, the um the body language, the this the sort of way of addressing is very, very similar, uh eerily so. They it, it it's like they went to the same bullying school. And uh if you remember, the that woman too was Wearing a, a mask, mask. she mm-hmm. was wearing
0: a mask. Yep. Um, at that memory, Kiyama's is going to not ignite it, but she's definitely putting her hand on her lightsaber as a like backup. Yeah, as, and intim- as, She's trying to intimidate.
1: Sure. Uh, as you do so, the woman's attention is immediately drawn to you. the The expressionless mask whirls and looks down at your hand, and then looks over Mia. <clears throat> looks over Mia. Past her um, back to G, and uh, she says to them, Are you doing violence? I had intended on doing negotiation, but you
6: seem anti that?
1: Yes. Why? I tell you if you're asking why. I have given my word. That is sufficient for you. You are the outsider. You accept. That is your role. Yeah, that's not really how a negotiation works. You have not offered me anything, you have not asked for anything. I requested to come inside, I requested an exchange of information. And I said, no to both. Negotiation over. Is there something else that you want?
5: Um... <clears throat> we didn't happen to catch... Uh, s-
1: <laughs>
5: Senator, please rescue these people from their own... The, whatever uh, the they're doing. dark Jedi that we happened to uh, encounter, we'll say. Mm-hmm. We didn't happen to catch her name, did we? No, you did not.
0: She knew who Kiyama was, though.
5: Yeah. Which What's was... This? Um...
0: And this is not a Twi'lek. Right? They're not.
1: And no, drawing closer, this is, um, you don't see any like uh, distinctive head ridges. Uh, this is probably a human, maybe a Zabrak, um, maybe something else. Uh, the voice sounds human enough though.
5: Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm, a- oh, go ahead. What's up, Senator? And we met her on Anoth? That's right, yeah.
0: And we killed her on Anoth.
5: <laughs> we did kill her on Anoth. Um, I'm trying to think of a way to use this as an in without going straight for the oh hey, we murdered your buddy. Uh so let, let us, it us inside the
0: house? Yeah. Um, uh, it, I have it, an angle the Senator might not like, but the Senator could rescue us from, I think, <laughs> if you wanted me to try first.
1: Okay, go for it, yeah.
0: Okay, so uh, Kiyama then at that will be, will say, uh, we can speak through violence if you prefer that kind of language, but we're here for Information on Darth Velleman's master, or the possibility of Plagueis visiting this planet before, as well as the location of Darth Vader's mask. We can either talk about it, or speak in a language you seem to be more anxious to utilize.
1: Right. Uh, I'm going to spend a dark side point. Yama, can you please give me a coercion?
0: Something that helps with that! Hang on, let me look at it. I don't get to use it this often. Um... Okay, so I have, uh, I'm going to suffer one strain to downgrade the difficulty of a coercion check.
1: Okay, done.
0: And I think, I don't think, you can't stack things, right? Oh, that one's incoming. Never mind. All right, so it's just Mm -hmm. that one. Just intimidating. So that's downgrading. Let me mark down the strain. And then coercion. Coercion. Okay. Wish me luck, everybody.
1: Okay. Uh, it feels good to say. It feels good to do something. There is a long pause where the mask just stares at you. Not. I mean, it's it's a very. It's almost an inhuman mask, or I guess dehumanizing mask. The shorter woman stares at you, and then finally says, "Very well, you may come in." Uh, she is going to call back to her half dozen flunkies behind her. They clear a way and she is going to lead you into the complex.
0: I make a point before she turned away of when she agreed to not have my hand on my lightsaber in a non-aggressive stance, but is like just doing the crossed arms. Like, don't, <laughs> don't try. Also, I have to say, you guys, we've rolled so many despair dice and haven't hit a despair yet. You've been very I'm so lucky. so proud of us. This you realize so now better. we're
4: going to roll only despairs because <laughs> you said that, right? So, like, I'm going to blame you specifically.
3: I don't think we can even get a despair. I'm
4: also going to blame you
3: specifically.
0: No, he, he did the double negative. It's a positive now, so we're good. I don't know that I believe that.
1: Uh, she leads you to a broad, flat area that has been uh, cleared of vegetation and moss. There are pillars along the side that have been strung with a thin, gauzy material reminiscent of the same material out of which the veils of her followers are made. Uh, They actually take up a position just outside of those veils, creepily potentially looking in on your negotiation, potentially just staring at nothing at all. You don't know. They've been, they've been almost entirely silent this entire time, except except for Xi's singular provocation. Uh, without a bunch of fanfare, um, she walks a little bit past the flattened area and is going to uh, close a set of doors that was previously open, leading into some kind of uh, chapel or, you know, some kind of religious space. Couldn't see it super clearly. Um, And she takes the time even to shut you out from it before turning and sitting down in the flattened, cleared of plants area, very unselfconsciously. She sits and waits patiently in like a meditative pose.
0: I'll do the same.
1: She gestures uh, to the other four of you as Kiyama sits
5: in the sitting party.
1: Okay.
3: i positive that if we talked to some of these underlings, that they would not give this person a particularly glowing review.
1: Yeah, too bad Hench is not a two-way app. Yeah. <clears throat> With the three of you seated, um, she sort of gestures disdainfully at Eshka and Mia and says, Remove your functionaries.
2: Wait, am, am I... A functionary, or do I have a functionary she wants me to remove?
1: She definitely seems to be implying that you and Mira are of, are of some kind of lower status.
2: I mean, whatever, that's fine. I I don't want to tango with her. But, uh... Did we leave Ronis on the ship? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, is it... I just, like, step off the platform. Is it okay if I stand here?
1: Uh, She doesn't respond, and instead she turns to G and says, "Get your servant in line." (laughs) Wow! I tire of these delays. There's great Ashka.
2: I'll just ask G directly. Is it okay if I stand here?
1: Uh,
6: Absolutely, absolutely perfect. Uh, That is where I would like you.
0: Cool. Thank you.
6: Perfect. Mia, you're also good where you're at. As is tradition. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Yama tries to not snort under her breath with that. As tradition. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it's traditional for Mia to do what she wants to.
0: Yes, yeah.
2: true.
1: The masked woman there's like a slight shake of her head as if she can't quite believe what she's observing. And she turns to VC20 and says Is the robot necessary? I speak basic. Surely,
6: like a log of the conversation. Very well.
1: Make your offer. The
6: offer is pretty straightforward we believe that you have some information on darth plagius and are interested in acquiring that information in exchange we have a variety of information ourselves and also happen to possess this relic which at the very least i think fits your aesthetic that we might be willing to part with if the information is sufficient so you demand payment first Mm,
1: it's not a gift given really talking of an exchange Information is irrevocable. Physical items are not. Surely this changes the timbre.
6: Is there... Information desire that I may have?
1: The mask is pointed towards you for a long... uh, Feeling like a probing moment, G. Finally she says... I doubt it. You, blue one. Did you construct your own lightsaber?
0: I did, and no, you can't have it.
1: I don't want it. Can you show it to me, though?
0: I will if you tell me why.
1: I would like to see your... Degree of proficiency in construction.
0: And camel just sort of narrow her eyes at that, and stand and draw, you know, ignite the blade in a, also a non-like not like a, a hold it in front of me and ignite it, but a like almost in like an opening salute of a duel, like a. Door. Sure.
1: You're not being cool.
0: I'm not being like, yeah, this is definitely a peaceful negotiation situation. <laughs> right. This is a high tension, uh, still posturing on all sides.
1: Is that your only lightsaber?
0: It's the only one I call mine.
1: Very well. Your skills seem adequate. I will deal with the blue one. Master one, you and your servants can take your leave.
0: All right, yeah, I'll peace out.
3: Um, I'll walk around the, uh, the veil and, uh, stand next to her henchfolk.
1: As you exit, uh, she claps her hands twice and says something in a language with you, with which you are not familiar. Uh, in response, the three hench people nearest to Yuji uh, turn and face you. And one of them says in, like, a gentler, uh, masculine voice, um, We are to show you the refreshment. Do you desire food or water? Uh do you have any smoothies uh there is some brief conversation between him and another henchfolk and the first one turns back and says we can create such a thing
3: Awaitful.
6: my name is She. what's yours my
3: name is unimportant
1: please follow us Be very well unimportant
3: and then i'll turn to the next one and ask what their <laughs> name is
1: <laughs> uh interestingly uh they're also named unimportant they're triplets you see George Foreman, George Foreman, and George Foreman.
6: She always likes that silicon
1: uh, They do not respond to that. Uh, this is another room where the holes have been patched up with thin sections of, <clears throat> uh, like, gossamer veils. Um, but these are more patterned. Uh, they have elements of the natural world worked into, like, a tesseract—birds uh, and trees and what looks like pieces of setting sun or light that are arranged in an almost M.C. C. esque sort of weaving. There are also a few stations uh, <clears throat> like mortar and pestle and pans, things like that. This is a area for cooking and they uh, quickly and dutifully get to, get to the work of creating you a fruit smoothie by hand.
3: Okay. And I assume that they won't be particularly responsive but I'll keep uh, keep asking, like, the sort of probing questions. Um, nothing nothing huge, just small talk. Uh, and I'll, I think just feel like a very awkward date with three people.
1: Yeah, it, it, it is particularly awkward. They're not rude, but neither are they forthcoming. Okay.
3: I'll try to do, like, a little bit of lightning stuff very casually uh, if I can at some point. But other than that, I think I'm
1: just drawing guts drink a just, smoothie just casual lightning yeah um with kiyama vc-20 mia and eshka still in the meeting area the masked woman turns back to you kiyama and says my apologies i assume the servants belong to the masked one
0: um Kiyama yeah, just sort of looks to Mia and eshka and vc-20 and just sort of shrugs and is like to be quite honest it was never fully clarified um They are welcome to stay, if they Ah, wish.
1: I see. An interesting meeting. What was the information you were blustering about?
0: Is... sorry, is she referring to the information that we want about Plagueis?
1: Uh, no, the information you are offering.
0: Oh. Unfortunately, you set the person with the information out for refreshments.
1: That's fine. Then I can bargain for the skull alone.
0: I think we can maybe work on a deal for that.
1: The figure to whom you referred. There I is informa- there's information on them, but it would require some effort to obtain. I am willing to allow you to stay for the period of time that, w- that we would require in order to gather this information. It is on another oasis.
0: If it is such a manner that you trust us to stay here. Is it something that instead of sending your... Uh, and she gestures to the other the line of three individuals instead of sending your people out, we would is it something that you would trust us to be willing to retrieve on our own?
1: No. The location is an absolute secret. No outsider is permitted.
0: Fair. How long uh, would it take?
1: I'm gonna spend a dark side point. Can okay, oh. give I'm gonna give Go me ahead. a vigilance test, please.
2: Vigilance da, da, da.
1: Okay. Uh, so a failure and a strain. <clears throat> I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna charge you a strain. Okay. Um this woman is you you are starting to realize like she's kind of leaking dark side power. She is, I mean, it's probably oh, very it's very yeah. evident that she is some sort of dark side force user, but it is um troublingly it's 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 troubling to you, like in your heart, to sit this close to her and talk calmly with her. It, it feels bad. Okay. She says... You may stay on your ship. Um, I can't imagine that you would want to stay here, seeing as you have your technology. But if you desire, a place can be arranged.
0: The offer on our ship is acceptable. How long would it take for you to recover this information? Six days. And... On a scale, I'm not GM question, and I will sense. I will use sense if I need to get this information. On a scale from uh-huh. zero to ten, ten being, I guess, Velliman. How mm-hmm. much dark side is she? Le- like, how much? What's the vibes I'm getting?
1: Oh, like eight.
0: Oh, fun. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. Cool.
1: Um, unprompted, uh, she sort of adds to um to herself. The figure about whom you speak very important to my order. You can see how troubling it would be to have an outsider arrive with a token of his visage.
0: We seek information on... And Kiyama looks back to I guess where the techno skull went with G. Mm -hmm. That skull belonged to Plagueis?
1: That or one like it?
0: Yes. We'll take any information you have. Particularly surrounding either his supposed death or... (sighs) his interest in continuing life
1: very well six days you you may come and go in the ruins as long as you have an escort you may keep your ship where it is and stay on it until that time if you very have, well if you have need of me simply ask my servitors my name is Tenga
0: yama and also a random question have we met before
1: no but you are known to me
0: thank you Tenga, for your hospitality we will leave you on to your preparations of gathering this information. Would you like the skull now or no. upon receipt of information?
1: Mm. Upon receipt of information. Very well. Alrighty.
0: And- yeah, we'll just sit there. Yep. Uh, All <clears>
1: right. <throat> VC20, can I also get a vigilance from you, please?
5: Sure. Right.
1: Um, something about this feels weird and off, VC20, but you can't put your finger on it. Um, I'm going to charge you two strain um, because it could just be that like, this is obviously a bad lady and it feels bad to have her agree to anything. Um, But you are feeling upset and nervous after the conversation. All right. Uh, So with six days, is there uh, anything that you guys are looking to do?
3: Is she leaving on the ship?
1: Uh she did not say.
3: Um, I'm gonna try and ask someone about what's in that back room, and then, if no one is willing to tell me, i'm gonna try and convince at least a couple of people to
1: sneak into that back room okay um you do you ask one of the unimportants
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah like <laughs> am i getting am I getting anywhere with any of them like i I got cool stuff, I got a techno skull and a magic staff and lightning. What are they um, What do they end do? I assume those are the main reasons you go to the dark side
1: yeah uh i mean you do, you definitely like pique their interest as far as you can tell, like you have people looking at you for longer periods and so on, but um you know, nobody asks any questions or anything like that um
3: do any of them look hurt
1: mm-hmm. yeah, a couple of them like of like uh <laughs> um they have, like, uh, wounds on, like, their upper arms or, like, the back of their hands. Like, open ones? Um, no, they're covered, but they look, like, um, almost, like, ritualistic, like, scarification.
3: Ah, okay.
0: Once mm. we're all back on the ship or mm. outside of Earshot and the pretense is not, is dire to be kept up, Hyama will tell everybody and catch up G. Uh, I
1: think
3: the think other think thing, is- roll, please? I'm gonna use a lightsaber.
1: Yep. Okay. There, yeah. There you go. Four, uh, four successes. Um, that clears up some uh, kind of some of your nervousness. Now that you're not obsessed over the techno skull, um, you are able to make uh, good progress with uh, Kiyama's assistance and the holocron. You're, you're, it's the first time that you've really felt like, oh, okay, I can, I can do this lightsaber thing. Like it, it finally makes sense to you.
5: Um. When Eshka and Mia had to leave, were they still close enough to hear the proceedings? Uh, Yeah, that's a
1: great question. Uh, Eshka and Mia, can you both give me a perception test, please?
4: Um, I think my last perception roll means I never have to roll perception ever again, because I will always beast it.
1: Okay, it's triumph from Eshka. (laughs) And uh, no roll yet from the lady who definitely does have to roll perception. Uh, So two successes. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, both of them were able to hear. Um, uh, Eshka, with uh, your role, can you actually give me a vigilance, please?
2: Yeah.
3: Also, mm-hmm. ask C 20 at some point. What did she say in the other mm-hmm. language?
2: Uh, Eshka is not very vigilant right
5: <gasps> now. No, oh,
2: she
0: no. got
5: despair. No. Gladys, despair. Three
0: despairs? <laughs> oh my gosh. This is your fault, Victoria. <laughs>
3: I mean, it I like to the... point out that it came right after someone said, I never need to roll again.
0: No, <laughs> no, no,
4: no, 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 no. That's not how it works. Victoria was the one who was like, we haven't rolled any despair, guys. Like, I'm sorry. Mine was about a perception roll that I then proceeded to win. So, like, I was right still. This, though.
3: Mm.
0: I think also we're missing the fact that the actual uh, blame needs to be laid on the person that put three despairs in the pool. That would be that's easy for now. Basically
3: every roll.
1: Um hey, that's fairly constructed if you know what it's for. Um oh boy. Esh- Eshka, the ramifications of that despair will become apparent in time.
2: Oh boy, I love hearing that. Mm-hmm. Just like old
1: times, guys. <laughs> Just like old times. Uh yeah. I mean you're rolling against a skill of hers. Um, and she's very good at that skill. So that's how that's represented.
0: That's fair.
5: So uh- Periodically,
0: yes. Kiyama like during the six days, mm-hmm. Kiyama would sense out to see if Tenga is still there, or did she sure. go with the party?
1: Um, as of the second day, Tenga is no longer there.
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: Uh, she, you you asked around. Um, I'm sorry. Let's uh, circle back to the senator. So they were able to hear what went on uh, VC20. What was uh, what was your follow up with that?
5: Um, so my follow up was to in general say that something doesn't feel right, Um, which I imagine is somewhat surprising coming from the senator, since this may be the first time he has expressed distrust of literally anyone. Mm -hmm. Um, Or talked about feelings. Mysterious. Um, But then I thought he might actually ask Eshka specifically, since Eshka is not exactly a trusting soul. Mm -hmm. Like, what her read of the situation was.
1: Eshka, weirdly, you feel confident in this deal going well um these are tough people that you've made sit down to the table and in your experience once the tough people stop being tough your work is basically done
2: yeah i mean i think i'm still like uncomfortable but i'm not worried if that makes sense
5: Uh, these feelings things are complicated
2: (laughs) they really are (laughs) just ignore them you'll feel better
1: so five days pass on the night of the fifth day, Zhi um, <clears throat> and Kiyama, can I get discipline tests from you, please? Um, you get one wound per day back unless you are uh, receiving dedicated medical attention and you get all your strain back uh, after a full night's rest. Um <clears throat> Since you have gotten off the ship and touched grass, Senator, I will uh, remove the strain penalty that you were, the, the strain uh, top limit reduction that you were operating under. Very good. Uh, Kiyama, that discipline roll, please.
0: Oh, discipline, sorry. I didn't hear. Uh...
1: All right. Dead even. No failures. The night of the fifth day, you are once again uh, resting kind of fitfully, uh, Kiyama, um, but you finally get some sleep. Senator, you are in your quarters. Um, I imagine that you are, you know, having learned your lesson the first time, trying to largely avoid doom scrolling on the Hollow Net. But, you know, sometimes these things are a little unavoidable. Finally, setting it aside, you kind of look around your room, which, you know, I would imagine is fairly spartan um, for a thinking machine, VC-20 is just learning how to feel. So, you know, brass knuckles, jacket, uh, pad, and your newly uh, acquired gift from Kroon. Picking that up and handling it, you notice that it is extraordinarily hot to the touch. Your body isn't necessarily built for fine-tuned temperature control, um, but this, the temperature on this uh, the heat coming off of it is immense. You would estimate that if you dropped it into a, a glass of water right now, it might boil the water. That's good. And you have a sudden, it's its like fear, or what you imagine organics would experience as fear, and a sense of needing to run and hide. And the thought occurred to, occurs to you in like the rational part of your brain of like, maybe I could just check outside to make sure that everything is okay. Maybe you could let somebody know you're experiencing this strange
5: distress abruptly. Um, since it involves a force-sensitive object, um, mm-hmm. I think Kiyama is actually. I think he'll let Ronis know.
1: Okay. Um, um, they are in the same quarters, but Kiyama is uh, is tossing and turning, but it uh, seems to be sleeping fairly, fairly, uh, fairly solidly. Uh, Ronis is actually up. Um, he is. Trying to read something, and uh, when he sees you, he looks up. Uh, says, "I, I just had a, um, never mind. What is it,
5: Senator? Um, I'll show him the um, pearl and say that it's very hot.
1: He kind of reaches a like a few fingers towards it, and like the the heat is apparent even uh, several centimeters away. And he goes,
5: "What? That's,
1: that's wild. What is that?
5: Um, Grim called it a gift seed." Um, and then he will explain a little bit more. Okay. About the object.
1: It sounds sort of like um, I don't know a link or a conduit, maybe. Were you? Um. And excuse me if this is sort of insensitive to ask because I don't really know how you work per se. But were you feeling anything particularly strong? I
5: think something is very wrong.
1: Okay. Um. Let me let me check outside or um. Yeah. Go go get Mia just in case we have to run i i feel it too i i don't know something doesn't feel right and he um like he, he pulls on a sweater and you see him heading down the gangplank
5: i will wake mia um mm. let her know that she might need to get ready to pilot quickly um and then follow ronis okay um
1: outside you can see that the gangplank has been dropped and ronis is staring up at the sky um when he sees you he looks over and he opens his mouth like he's about to say something and then blaster fire breaks out and that is where we're going to leave for the night
0: oh boy
1: Uh um actually you know what I i will add one uh maybe one detail uh vc20 can you please give me a perception
5: test
3: I'm
0: so excited. Might as well use the light side point. Yeah, Yeah, use it, use it. Yeah, um... Oh, guys,
1: I'm scared. Uh, so I'm not gonna say I guess exactly what it is that the senator sees, but uh, so Treywith has uh, three moons, one of which is uh, considerably larger than the Earth's own moon. Uh, It takes up almost almost a full 5% of the night sky. Very bright, um, very white, The other two are further away and smaller. Uh, One is blue and one is red. In front of the white moon, you can see a huge shadow like that of a looming ship.
6: And
1: that's where we will stop tonight. night.
4: Remind me at the start of next session that I would like to use a light side point. Thank you in <laughs> advance.
1: I will not. <laughs> I will do no such thing.
3: Uh, I'm a little disappointed with how sneaky dark side people are. They're
4: so sneaky.
3: Yeah, just, just <laughs> it's once I want them like to be above. Don't boys. want to
0: be honorable and nice. Though Velum, I will say this: Velvin didn't kill me. He could have. Yep. Very easily.
1: There's your sense of honor right there. Yeah. There but imagine
3: a, like torture and.
0: He didn't. Tor- he just maiming. I mean, we were fighting. I would have done the same to him.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: Like it was, you know, it's a risk of that. But he didn't kill me, and he easily could have. Which. <laughs>